0: your top five in this next to last week of the regular season the number one team remains the boston bruins the only question now is uh, will they win the stanley cup number two the carolina hurricanes number three it's the new york rangers they've shot right up there number four the vegas golden knights and number five is the edmonton oilers they are peaking at the right time this is the rod peterson show Hi, everybody. It's hour two of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're halfway through, coming at you live from Grey Eagle Resorting Casino in Calgary. Kind of a quiet night in sports here tonight, and I'm okay with that. The Moose joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, where I believe it's still winter, here in hour two. Mike uh, Mike Snee coming up later on in hour two from College Hockey, Inc. We do have Moose, do we not? I'm here. here we go. Hey, Moose. Bingo. Nice to see you. Hey, one hour ago, we flew through the quick six show topics at record speed, and that's what we do on this program. It, it, it moves. It bangs, as they say. <laughs> what do they say now? It, it claps. But here on hour two, we just kind of take our foot off the gas a little bit, full up the coffee, and, and talk about all of these things. So I don't know where you're at on this. Uh, The poll question today, will you go to a major junior hockey playoff game this year? Uh, That's what we're saying on Twitter, and the majority saying yes on that. It was worded on YouTube, will you go to a WHL playoff game today? And because a lot of our viewers aren't even able to go, uh, Jordan writes in, Jordan Ewart and says 72% are saying no on here. Maybe they can't get to a game. Jordan was the person who wrote it an hour ago regarding the Vancouver Canucks wearing Pride jerseys in their warm-up on Friday. He said, can we just play hockey? I'm like, well, that's a very sobering thought, isn't it? What an idea that would be. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. Ryan in New York watching says it slaps. As the kids would say. That's what I said, it claps. Uh, shocking I wouldn't I, that I would screw that up. So anyways, start spreading the news. We're live here. So, hey, you've had 20, 30 minutes uh, since you were on. What thoughts do you have of all the topics here on opening day in Major League Baseball and all the rest of the exciting things that are going on?
1: Yeah, the one uh, opening day I was thinking about, it. I'm like, trying to rack my brain Clark would be the guy I need to talk to about this but the one thing that you know I don't hear enough about and I wonder about the Blue Jays is what their pitching staff looks like this year and do they have the arms whether it's the starters or in the bullpen to get this team to a World Series that's my biggest question mark around the Blue Jays I think all the young stars I think their bats are fine I think these guys are maturing but that's my biggest question mark coming into the season is do the Jays have the arms
0: well, as far as starters go, and Alec Manoa goes today against uh, Nicholas of the Cardinals, one game at a time, it's the usual suspects. Yusei Kikuchi, right? Kevin Gosman, the guys that we know. I think they'll be fine in that stead. And we okay. talked about this an hour ago. And for all like, I know people are very geeked up for baseball. I think people think that we don't like it. We like it. But we're not going to sit here and talk about it every day. We're not. For two hours. We're not SportsNet. We're gonna talk pickleball. We are pickleball on this channel on Game Plus Television, not baseball. But yeah. um we're certainly interested in the results and we'll be watching as many games as we can and following out of the corner of our eye, waiting for the next NHL game. And by the way, Randy from Winnipeg writes in, and I appreciate you joining us, Randy. He says, I'll pass on pickleball. <laughs> well, I had a guy a few years ago trying to get me into it he ran a league I got a few guys Reg Lackness is his name and Marshall Hamilton former Rough Riders Stampeder and Tiger Cat big pickleball guy out there at Pasquale Lake these guys have been playing it for a long time and I guess you gotta wait a while for things necessarily to catch on Darren or become mainstream I bought Serena a pickleball paddle set for Christmas Still on the box, but <laughs> not to say, not, not to say that we won't play it, but there, there, there seems to be a movement, agree or disagree, behind pickleball. Oh, big,
1: big time agree, huge movement, and it, it puts me in a bind, because I'm a tennis guy, I like playing tennis, I've gotten into that, and pickleball's now taking over, and wonder if a guy should stop playing tennis and jump into pickleball, but... I've been watching it on the network. I've been watching. I've been telling you that um, it is a lot of fun. It's fast-paced. It's nice to play, singles, doubles, and the courts are popping up all over the place. So uh, uh, one of the fastest-growing sports in North America the last three years.
0: So we're airing that on Game Plus television. Many people watching it on television, this show on Game Plus right now, and also Live uh, Golf on there. B. Henderson writes in and says, underwater football is apparently a thing. I'll have to uh, take your word for it on that. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, I will go watch a WHL playoff game if they put it in the big rink in Winnipeg. Come on, Winnipeg Ice and Jets. Figure it out. I feel like we have a large Winnipeg contingent of viewers today on on, uh, whether it be YouTube or Bell MTS Cable. And it's the turn of the calendar how I've changed. I'm just trying to stay out of as much controversy as I can. There's some sort of controversy there in Winnipeg as to why the major junior team isn't able to play in the big rink where the Jets and the Moose play. It's like the ownership groups don't like each other, and that's about as far as I want to say on that. But, how about the tidbit that I dropped last hour? I kind of dropped that in your lap. Has it hit Twitter yet? About Tom Brady? I haven't seen in it buying yet. the Montreal yeah. Montreal Alouettes. Come on, Twitter, let's go. Colin in Ottawa writes it, and he says, "I'm sure Tom Brady was very interested in buying a pro football team in one of North America's major cities. But when he looked at the Alouettes balance sheet, he probably said, "No, thanks. I don't know about that. And, it wasn't just Brady Tom was the as they say in the business world he was the hood ornament on the car he wasn't the money behind it and there was another very big sports name involved that's all I want to say because people will guess it if I give you one single hint you'll guess who it was and I'm not gonna give you other than to say a big sports name was gonna be involved in the sale if Tom Brady's group was to buy the Montreal Alouettes to be honest with you I wanted it to happen so bad, and I'm sure the CFL doesn't even like me reporting this, but I don't care. I don't work for them because you know, there's going to people out there going to say, why didn't you sell it to Brady's group? Nobody even knows who Quebec or is outside Quebec. It's for your debate as the, as the audiences, man, but that would have been pretty exciting. Don't you think?
1: it would have been incredibly exciting, and my guess is that it might have been leaked or been made a bigger deal if it had been closer to happening. If there was a bid presented, if it was, you know, out there and the discussions took another uh, step forward. But the fact that, you know, even there was a group being developed and that he had interest in it, I mean, that goes a long way to building more credibility in the league, too, and you know, showing that guys like that would be interested in owning a Canadian Football League team. I think that's exciting for the league. You should celebrate that. And uh, I'd love to see if more details will come out.
0: I don't think... And, Darren, you're more of a businessman than me, although I own a couple businesses, but I don't think the Alouettes balance sheet would have necessarily scared off Tom Brady's group because any prospective owner thinks... A great example is those guys that bought the Arizona Coyotes, all those friends of mine. They they thought they were going to turn it around. Yeah. And one of them uh, was a junior hockey player from Western Canada, and I stood with him looking over the stands of Gila River Arena. And he said, people look at this and see what isn't. I look at it and think of what could be. How about that? Year and a half later, year and a half later, they're selling the team. (laughs) So, hey, they had the right idea. That's what any owner would like to do. I love this. John in Edmonton writes in, he says, TSN still hasn't said anything about Tom Brady buying the Alouette, so congratulations on still breaking news before TSN rod. They're still playing SportsCenter for the 18th consecutive time. Of course, they're not saying anything about it on TSN right now. That's why you're watching us, John, because we're live television nationally right now with zero breaking news today. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, Rod, I think maybe you're trying to stir the pot in the CFL. Nope. Nope. I'm not. I've been waiting on this story for a long time. Darren knows it, right? Didn't I tell you about this? And I said, don't you say anything. And you didn't. You did. I didn't. Uh, Ryan in New York says, the man, Tom Brady, is getting $235 million U.S. from Fox Sports. I think Tom Brady could have afforded to buy the Alouettes. Heck, he could have bought the entire league. Don't you know anything about business, Ryan? All these guys my former lawyer now why would we spend our money that's what they all say they all say it that's how they get rich they don't use their own money uh john ohm Ohm, says get tom brady involved with the atlantic cfl team how about that well that's just burning money that would just be burning money and I'm, I'm, i'm 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 out I'm out of this conversation now. You bring up Atlantic expansion of the CFL, that's a quick way to get me to turn topics and subjects. It's 11:11 11, 11 Eastern by the way. I'm just uh, Mountain. 11:11 11, 11 Mountain, one eleven Eastern. What are you laughing at, Moose? What? It's what a good
1: way at? for you to quick to to change topics and then it's 11:11. 11, 11, so I mean, you start looking at what's happening at this time, I mean. Me. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I Moving asked on. why you were laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> Well, it's funny because I was talking to a hotel magnate today and he's watching right now and he was like, I can't believe you had Craig Button on the show yesterday. He just came out with Craigslist. He's the biggest name in the NHL right now in Canada and you had him for an hour. He's a good family friend, has been, I've known him since I was 15 years of age and it's funny because when we were done the chat, here's a little inside Hollywood stuff, Moose. If you watch the interview with Craig Button, he said on here, you know, because you know with hockey, we're all scouting. We're all scouting all the time. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, whether you're a scout or not, as a fan, a sponsor, a coach, an owner, we're watching hockey and we're evaluating the players, whether we know it or not. This guy's good, this guy's not. And he went deep into what he was explaining with that. And when he went to leave, he goes, Thank you, by the way, for allowing me the opportunity to explain myself because I didn't say it very well. And uh, I've been thinking about that since myself. Are we always – I don't feel like we're always scouting players. That's him as a hockey guy. I'm kind of evaluating broadcasters and writers and stuff, but that's what I do. That just showed me that I'm a media guy. He's a hockey guy. Are you always evaluating hockey players or football players? Because I'm really not.
1: No, but I'm doing what you're doing, evaluating broadcasters and stuff, you know, um, all the right. time. So I That's think hockey it, people right. do it, and football people do it in their world, and, you know, pretty awesome like that. And if I could, you're talking about Inside inside Hollywood. You know, I think it's one of the cool things about this show, if you go back and rewatch yesterday's show, I love in the segment before Craig comes on, he's walking up, and you just break the show to talk to him, direct him where he's going, bring him up on stage. He sits right down, starts talking into the microphone, right? Can you imagine if that happened in the middle of Sports Center? Darren Detition's doing the highlights, and over to the second base. Hey, you know Austin, Matt, just have a seat over there. I'll get to you in a second. We're just going to finish these highlights up, and then uh, they'll get you. Can you somebody get him a coffee? Uh, back to the highlights.
0: Third period now. <laughs> like, this is awesome. We ain't we ain't too fancy over here. And that reminds me, what is funny, is we did have Craig Button sitting on this couch yesterday, and then I watched him on Sports Center. And he's on with Duchitian. Did you yeah. watch Sports Center this morning? And and he goes, did you guys have Mr. Rogers going up in Saskatchewan? Did you have Mr. Rogers on your television, Dutchie? And uh, it, it was because I'm sitting there watching and going, no, he didn't. No, he we didn't. Well, I didn't have cable. I was on the farm with three channels and two, only two were English. One was French. I didn't have Mr. Rogers. Uh, Obviously, Dutchie was a townie like you. You had cable television. I had no idea who Mr. Rogers was when I left the farm. Uh, Yeah. Back on point. What I got was Romper Room. Okay. That's uh, right. Yeah. And the lady, she always had that mirror, and she'd look through it. She'd look through it. I see you, Darren. I see you, Jordan. I see you, Susie. Never did she say I saw you. I see you rot, not one time, ever. And I watched every day. <laughs> Ruin my day. Mm. Regarding Tom Brady potentially buying the Montreal Alouettes, because that's not going to happen now, clearly. Where is it? Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I'd welcome Tom Brady's ownership of the Calgary Stampeders. Janet, the fourth season says people would flock to montreal to watch just in the hopes of seeing or meeting tom brady john in edmonton says tom buys the rp show he couldn't afford it you like that <laughs> <laughs> we have a live audience i thought it was a laugh track coming from there Randy from Winnipeg says, TB12 should play two games for the other eight teams. Give them a chance to catch the Bombers. Um, right, here's me. I did not mean to light a fire in the CFL today, but it's an otherwise quiet day for them. So, yeah. We're going to take a timeout. Moose and I will return after this. We'll see what comes up. I'd kind of like to take a look at tonight's games in the National Hockey League if we can will update are the braves and nationals underway it's opening day in major league baseball we can continue to talk about that and mike sneeze coming up the executive director of college hockey inc we'll be right back on game plus television youtube iheart radio and your southern home of sports and talk wqee the key head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you
2: gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code R-P-S-H-O-W for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19+. Use your game sense.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from Grey Eagle Resort Whoa, Resort and Casino. I'm having a day. I tripped the alarm over there. That was me. I'm sorry, guys. The Moose is with us. But Moose, things have taken a miraculous upturn. Because I just opened the text line. The 902-518-3033 number. And Ali Lalani is watching from Game... He's watching on Game Plus television from Bet Regal. (laughs) Ali writes in and says, Loving watching the show, guys. Loving that Bet Regal purple hoodie. Signed, Ali. And he sent a photo. Clark, you can go into the 902 text line and pull out the photo. He's watching on Game Plus in Toronto right now. I just knew... When I was looking at my wardrobe today today might be a good day to have a good day and put on my bet regal bunny hug as we say it out in sask um fun stuff man people are into it what did i say moose we're going to look at tonight's nhl games jeff y who is in our system as being from hamilton who once said he was never going to watch this show again when i dared bring up my political views he's still watching and he just wrote in he says hey guys since moving to Edmonton last fall, I've become a full-blown Oilers fan. I'm going to my first game tonight, and I can't decide whether I like the standard home jersey or the third all-blue and orange. Which one do you guys prefer? Well, <clears throat> as a guy that grew up as an Oilers fan till August 9th, 1988, and we won't go any further than that, I like the orange. I like the orange. And uh, the thing is, I got an orange jersey made up with 99 Gretzky on the back, and you know my story about that. I was wearing it at Rogers Place, and I got bullied. People on the concourse. Can you hear the people from the audience? People really, No, no, did you not know that, Darren? I got no. bullied and harassed no. from Oiler fans. They're like, that's not era-specific. Wayne never wore an orange Oiler jersey and thank god i know that's what i said i'll be i wear whatever i want to wear this is long before pride jerseys so he's basically asking home whites if that's what home jerseys are anymore or the third they all blue and to be honest that's too dark i guess if you're asking me jeff now in edmonton formerly of hamilton i would wear uh i'd go get the orange it's one of the nicest jerseys in the NHL, in my opinion. And put 99 Gretzky on and see you, people's heads explode. You?
1: I like the blue. I get to be different. I'm not a big fan of the orange. I like the, the blue is so clean. And I think the orange in the logo it really pops on that blue. That's what I would go with. But that, again, we're different. So
0: why not? Yeah. Uh, you and I, would you know, we don't wear the same things. That's cool. We do like to eat in the same restaurants, though. Yes, we do. That ain't hard. I'm thinking of going to um, Shark Club one of these nights, but I did have a really good time at the Canadian Brew House last night, and I talked about that last hour. Uh, spend time with people that are good for your mental health. I did that last night. Yeah. And driving back, yeah, just, it's not that hard, eh, to figure out. He was an applause from the crowd on that. Why is this so hard to f- spend time that are people that are nice and build you up? I know not everybody can do that. I get that. Yeah. But if you can, do it. Ryan, checking in, um, Ryan Thomas, a former member of God's team, the Regina Pats, he writes it and says, some interesting Bedard stats, Roddy. Top goals per game seasons by a 17-year-old all-time... Pat LaFontaine, the highest, 1.49 goals per game. Pat LaFontaine. Riel Cluche, 1.35 points per game. Mario Lemieux, 1.27. The Boss, Mike Bossy, 1.27. Canabarad is my friend Chris Sanford in South Florida. Says Canabarad, 1.26 goals a game. And Eric Lindros, the Big E, 1.25. He says, pretty impressive company for CB98. Um, yeah, well, I'm Tanya. I've got the Pats. I, obviously, I'm going to say I think they're going to beat the Saskatoon Blades in the playoffs. Moose predicted that their Blades are going to win in six, but he's always wrong. Joe Lazito <laughs> in New York has written me. He listens or watches the show every day, and we're available on Altus Cable in New York City. Television on Game Plus. Joe says, can I just say that I'm absolutely dumbfounded, Rod, by the amount of people who seem to want Bedard to fail. I get rooting against him if he's playing against your team, but to not appreciate a generational talent like him is just idiotic. Uh, we don't have time. <laughs> I just said that's society now, bro. They don't want to see other people have success. I don't get it either and never have. You know, there, there are those that are saying pump the brakes on Bedard because he hasn't proven himself in the NHL yet. I get that. But to outright cheer against him or not want him to do well, that doesn't make any sense to me. There is a little bit of that out there, but, it, but not a lot, right? What do they say, Darren? Empty barrels make the most noise. That's yeah. a saying from our parents' era. Nobody's outright cheering against them. I, I, I get the Blades fans would, right? But I'd like to think people don't want him to fail.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's always this sentiment where people want to bring down what's popular and they don't want to see any success. I mean, we were the same with Tom Brady. He was winning all the, the Super Bowls in New England. We didn't want him to have success. But all of a sudden, he gets a little older and he maybe doesn't win as often. Then we like him again. You know, we were the same way with Nickelback when they're selling all the albums and selling out the stadiums and winning don't the Don't say
0: we. Don't say we. Don't say we. I've never been but, that guy. Hey, no, on Nickelback but and, or hating on Tom Brady or really hating on anybody. It's I don't have. It of anymore. course,
1: but I say we as a society, and we and when we say that, right, it's right. the majority, right? And and that's just that's societal things. We never want anybody to be too big, and that becomes, you know, that saying of building the tallest building by tearing everybody else down, right? People feel that bringing somebody else down will help lift them up, and that's just not the case. So that's where the Bernard hate comes from, and it's from a bad place.
0: Uh, appreciate those that are writing in with the updates. I love that you're watching ball, but also watching the RP show. Garnet um, Elmer in North Battleford writes in. He says, Aaron Judge. Where now the comments are coming in like, Aaron Judge hits a homer in the first inning of their opener. Here we go. John Elmer um, in Winnipeg says, Aaron Judge is the GOAT already. What a start to the MLB season. Uh, 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 uh Wayne in Victoria BC says I'm with Moose on the blue Oilers jersey Colin in Ottawa says dude you have to buy the regular Oilers home jersey imagine having those 1980s dynasty jerseys and then looking like a pylon with those bright orange jerseys yeah. John Ohm in Winnipeg has said it best wear what you want bro <laughs> how about that or buy yes. that? I, I, You know what? Every, that's the one thing. Whoa. The bane of my existence is when people sit down and they ask you, can we go for a lunch, Rod? And can, I need to ask your uh, opinion on something. And then they go and do the exact opposite. There was a, a pretty big, oh, I'm like, what? Time's the most precious resource we have, man, more so than money, because they ain't making more time. There was a university program that asked me to go for lunch. I ain't going to name who it is. But they said, Rod, rank these four coaches, please. So I ranked the coaches for them. And then they go and hire a guy that was completely off the board, wouldn't even mention. They hired the guy who I didn't like, and he didn't like me, and I don't care. And he, uh, I said to the guy, the president of the team, I said, what the hell did you ask me to rank those coaches this guy's an idiot and he goes well he really wanted the job said that doesn't make him good for the job moose why do they do that why do they why do they waste my time why do they ask anybody for their advice and then not take it
1: i don't get it i don't know i know it's one of those un, unexplained mysteries, you know? They, they asked for your advice, didn't like what you had to say, so they didn't listen to it, I guess.
0: Do you ever get tired of me asking you rhetorical questions and expecting an answer that you don't have answers to? It's like you're my sounding... Why, Darren? I know. You do a pretty good uh, job. You do a pretty good job. You do. Um, well, I try. Jeff... Uh, Here's one. Here's a life lesson coming up. Jeff, uh, the Stamps fan, says, while I've been complaining about the Flames, they have slowly worked their way back into playoff contention. Again, Craig Button sat on this couch here yesterday, and he pretty much predicted that the Flames would overtake the Jets for the final playoff spot. And social media, and, 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 and by the way, John in Winnipeg. He's got a lot of good stuff today. John Ohm, he says wanting people to fail comes down to jealousy. I see it all the time on social media. Pretty sad. It's really sad. So a couple things here. My financial guy, Mike McCullough, you know him. He's not on social media at all. He doesn't even have a freaking smartphone. He's got a flip phone. You'd think he was my dad's age. Doesn't text, not on Facebook, and he is the happiest lark in the world. I'm like, you can actually do that? Not have a social media account? And you're happy? So I've been sitting here staring at the ceiling a couple nights going, you know, what if I didn't have any social media? How would it affect my life? I don't think you want to know, Darren, the answer that I came up with. Quite positively. (laughs) So there's that. But don't worry, I'm not deleting my social media. But with... um, but with, uh, with the hockey teams, like the Flames here, I'm telling you, I've heard literally everything. You spent enough time in Calgary last year, you get it. And it's not a Calgary thing. In Toronto, they say it's worse. In Edmonton, it's about the same. Like you cannot get away from the Flames talk. The problem is guys like Jeff, the Stamps fan, even Craig Button, Craig admitted it. And Jeff's at gonna here too. I wrote him off. I wrote him off. I didn't write off the flames but i did write off the florida panthers and that was my sign to not write anybody off you know and to your credit you've never written off the leafs you probably wanted to but i guess my point is to to to, to not listen to people's opinions uh makes your life a lot easier there's the ted talk
1: you, you have I to, to, to listen to yourself minutes and only yourself. You can't listen to other people. And we make mistakes all the time, right? So things are never going to stay the same. Flames were out. Flames were a long way out. Didn't look good. Doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever, right? So, yeah, it's just a waste of time to listen to other people's opinions.
0: Jason in Winnipeg writes in says, Hey, Rod sorry if you talked about it already, I just tuned in, but Mark Scheifele has been moved to the wing. See, that is... Yeah, that's a... <laughs> most hockey people Jason think he should be benched and you guys all think over there in Winnipeg we don't care care about the Jets I get that from people they're tweeting me oh you never talked about the Jets maybe we don't talk about them as much as the other teams but we're following the hockey people think Shifley should be benched at minimum forget about moving him to the wing you know what this is this is an effort Jason to wake him up good luck Remember when Paul Maurice benched Shifley a couple years ago, people were writing in here. What do you think about Shifley benching 55? Paul Maurice was ahead of his time and you guys skidded him. That's what I think. They're trying anything they can to get Shifley to produce. (laughs) That's what I think about that. Uh, Jeff, just to wrap this up, Moose, and I'll let you go for the day. Jeff. In Edmonton, another Jeff. Jeff Y. He writes and he says, "Thanks for the input, much appreciated." He goes, uh... "Oh, okay." This, he goes, "This. He's not the guy that said he would never watch the show again." He goes, "It must be a different Jeff you're thinking of about the politics thing. That type of stuff is irrelevant to me. I'm actually someone that has a lot of respect for you. I've looked into your story for inspiration myself, being an addict in recovery." It's all love from me, Rod. Thanks. Don't! That was a different Jeff from Hamilton. So that's a nice way to end this segment. And Moose, I'll say uh, so long to you. Do you want to say goodbye to Ali Lalani from Bet Riggle? He's watching in Toronto right now on Game Plus. Anything you want to say?
1: Yeah, we're gonna t- he's going to text me soon, one of these days, and uh, we're going to connect. So it's awesome. Uh, again, uh, appreciate it. Fun show today. Enjoy the rest of it.
0: How about that? Frozen Four is at hand. We'll talk some college hockey with Mike Snee from College Hockey Inc. Next, we're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE. Mickey. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, the place to be. And if you love the timeless music of the Eagles, then you can't afford to miss Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute right here at Gray Eagle uh, Event Center, Thursday, April 27th. Tickets are on sale at ticketmaster.ca. Well, very exciting times in college hockey. Let's bring in Mike Snee from College Hockey, Inc. The Frozen Four is set. Mike, welcome back to the program. And you're going to have to help me here. I've worked in hockey a very long time. I don't know how to pronounce the name of all the teams in the tournament in Tampa Bay. You know it's University of Michigan and you know who I'm talking about. You know Boston University is there, University of Minnesota. Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac. Help me out. You up. got it, it'll work, that'll work.
3: You'll hear it multiple Tell ways. Me
0: about Quinnipiac. Yeah.
3: Quinnipiac. Tell me about them. Quinnipiac, they're located in
0: Connecticut.
3: Them. Yeah, they, um, they, they're in Connecticut. They're in ECAC hockey. Uh, Rand Pecknold has been their only coach since they uh, since they became a Division One hockey program over 20 years ago. And in the past 10 years or so, they've really—I um, mean, it seems like they make the Frozen Four every other year. Uh, they've played in a couple of championship games, haven't won one yet. The other three schools—Minnesota, Michigan, Boston University—they've combined for 19 national championships. Winipiac has uh, has been really close, but hasn't won one yet. So, really exciting program.
0: Okay well now that i now that you say that the way is it yeah let's hear it can you say it let's hear your routine <laughs> yeah quinnipiac quinnipiac but i mean i just hey what so it's in tampa bay and i'm just wondering what's the take of this field you just kind of expect bu to be there in minnesota and michigan quinnipiac yep. is that a surprise or not these four oh, are not the, the last no, ones left standing
3: Quinnipiac was a number one seed. they uh, they I think they've been in four Frozen Fours. They've played in two championship games. Devonte's on the Colorado Blue Line, among others, uh, played at Quinnipiac. So uh, they've they've built quite a uh, quite a program for themselves. So, and unlike men's basketball, none of these four schools are surprises. Three of them were number one seeds uh, going into the tournament. Boston U was a number two seed. Um, so the field this year unlike previous years unlike basketball it actually has played out to be i think kind of the four schools that you might expect to be there
0: yeah well now that you say that and devon taves yes he's made it famous so shame on me um so tampa bay is a host uh, your thoughts on that uh because i spend half my time in florida i know it's not necessarily yeah. hockey mad but having events like this certainly help in that regard your thoughts about the tournament coming up here in uh not that long yeah, yeah, a, week from
3: today. yeah a week from today i'm ecstatic to be quite honest i'm based in minnesota and uh, we're looking at 18 degrees fahrenheit right now with uh, about four to five inches of snow coming this weekend so i am uh looking very much forward to watching some hockey down in florida and i think everybody else from minnesota michigan massachusetts connect it would say the same thing and i assume you've been to a lightning game they've got a great setup there the rink the hotels the bars and restaurants it's uh, all within walking distance of of, uh, of everything's within walking distance and like i said it's wrapped in 80 degrees and palm trees so um uh, i think it's a universal win for the frozen four to be quite frank
0: oh I, hey listen i'd love to have it in florida every year when i florida gets a bad right. rap as a hockey yeah. state i mean it's clearly growing but let's not mistake that they have any idea about the game uh but that's growing you're either getting better or you're getting yeah. worse and they're definitely getting better as a state. They are
3: and this is this is the second frozen four in tampa it was there in 2016 and the, the feedback and response from the people that went was all like let's do this again so you might find some people that want to turn tampa Uh, into Omaha of college hockey and make this a permanent location. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm pretty certain that Tampa will be a regular on the circuit.
0: Well, yeah, and Sunrise, Florida, where I live 27 miles from there, uh, let's get it going down there because they love hockey down there too. But you're well-versed in the Canadians that are in this tournament, the Canadian players. uh, Who are some people, some players for our viewers to be watching out for?
3: Yeah, and the tournament, uh, all three games will be available via TSN, and each team has, I mean, quite honestly, a lot of Canadian storylines, but I think the top ones for Michigan, it's pretty obvious. The leading scorer in college hockey this year is Adam Fantilli. Uh, Just announced this morning he's one of the three finalists for the Hobie Baker Award. Uh, Will likely be a very, very high draft pick this, uh, this summer, possibly as high as number two. Um, So he leads Michigan, he leads college hockey, and he's from the Toronto area. Uh, But the other teams also have really interesting stories. Zaneve Peretz, uh, who has the best stats of any goalie in the country, he's Quinnipiac's goalie. He's from Quebec, uh, undrafted, so he'll be a highly sought-after undrafted uh, goalie uh, once he decides to finish his college career. An interesting story with him, um, um, that he grew up in Quebec and... um, And his um, childhood teammate, childhood neighbor, Levi with Northeastern, who's making his NHL debut later this week. Uh, So two of the best college goalies in the country, and they grew up uh, in the same neighborhood, literally, in Quebec as kids. Um, In your neck of the woods, sticking with the goaltender position, Justin Close is Minnesota's goalie. Uh, he has a sub-two goals against average, about a 94% save percentage. Minnesota is the number one team in the country in the rankings, and he's been their goalie the entire year. I think he's played almost every game. Um, so he's right from uh, just just west of you in Kindersley, Saskatchewan. And then I think the sneaky story in terms of the Canadian storylines is a guy named Lane Hudson. He's a freshman defenseman, a true freshman, so he's, um, he's right out of high school. And uh, tough to tough to do that in college hockey. Tough to do it if you're a defenseman. And he's ripping it up. He has 48 points in 38 games this year. Surprisingly, he was a second-round pick last year, not a first-round pick. I think if they redid last year's draft, he would be a first-round pick. But he was the second-round pick of the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, I think it bodes well that he might follow in the footsteps of a previous second round uh, pick of the Canadians, Chris Chelios, many years ago, who ended up having, obviously, a spectacular NHL career. So uh, the teams are loaded with Canadian storylines, and each one has kind of a, a shining star of a Canadian storyline.
0: Mike Snee, we only have about two minutes left, but let me ask you this. What did you think about Adam Fantilli's World Juniors performance, and how much will this tournament go towards his draft stock? Uh,
3: I mean, I guess that remains to be seen. That's a a good question. Um, I think it will be an interesting draft uh, other than, you know, we we all know who's going to go number one. And then so the next uh, groupings, you're reading different things about it. Um, I think Fantilli's being very young, one of the youngest players in all of college hockey, leading college hockey in scoring. Leading his team to the Frozen Four, and it's a great team. It's not just Adam Fantilli, but certainly he's led them to the Frozen Four. Um, I would not be surprised at all if he's the number two overall pick in the NHL draft. But uh, I'm not a scout, and I can't say that I've broken down any film of Adam either. So I'll leave that
0: up to the professionals. Yeah, got you. Well, you are a professional, so tell people why they should be going to College Hockey Inc. Yeah,
3: well, the, the, the uh, purpose for our organization, why we created was to help young players uh, like the ones we've mentioned and their families, those that are interested in NCAA hockey, especially those from Canada or from Europe, that perhaps the whole idea of college athletics is a little bit new to them. So we want to be a resource. We're free. We're a nonprofit uh, just to make sure if they have questions about academic eligibility, amateur eligibility, uh, whatever it might be, that we're a resource for them. And college hockey right now is just in great shape. 349 NHLers last full season, more than any other. And the graduation rate's 92%. So um, you pretty much have the full package on the ice and off the ice. And if anybody is interested in learning more, just go to our website, which is collegehockeyinc.com.
0: There you go. This is the executive director, Mike Sneep. Mike, I appreciate the breakdown, my man. Enjoy Thanks, Tampa and enjoy the hockey. Will do, appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. We'll do it again. Mike Snead, the executive director of CollegeHockeyInc.com. We'll be right back with audience takeover, whatever you would like to discuss from throughout today's entire program. Sports update, and we'll take a look at tonight's games right after this. We're live on the Game Plus television network from Gray Eagle Resorting Casino in Calgary on Game Plus and uh, your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, Noonan, Georgia, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to playnow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code R P S H O W for your special offer. playnow.com Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense.
0: It is Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. There's a v- live look at it, and that event center down there in the corner is uh, Calgary's entertainment destination. Go to grayeagleresortandcasino.ca to get the show lineup and purchase your tickets. Before I jump into a sports update here, Brad Wilson is watching from the YQR. He writes in, he says, I love your show. Paul Maurice left midseason. Rick Bonus is saying the same thing about the Jets' top four lacking inspiration. Not a surprise. They still skidded him. Listen, you think I don't know? And I appreciate you, Brad, for saying that you love the show. So I said they skidded Maurice. They were going to skid Maurice. And the reason I know was, or that I recall it, because it was on my birthday, December 16th of 2021. Yeah. That Paul Maurice pulled the pin I was in Florida I remember getting the call I called my Winnipeg hockey people and I said what's the deal on Pomo pulling the pin they're like we don't know I'm like did something happen nope he could see the writing on the wall Uh, Brad you get my point Paul Maurice is kind of proving to be ahead of his time in a lot of ways he was saying all the same things about Shifley and Wheeler that everybody are saying now but oh no homo was the problem so he's like you know what i'm out (laughs) trust me i get it and now look where they are i'll jump back into the viewer and audience comments in a moment but sports update how about this you gotta love this for live television hey aaron judge rang in opening day the same way he marked many nights last season with a home run In his first game as New York Yankees captain, Judge hit a solo shot in the first inning off San Francisco's Logan Webb, a 422-foot shot into the netting above Monument Park in center field. Judge took a strike on the 39-degree day at Yankee Stadium, then hit a thigh-high cutter on the outside part of the plate for a 109-mile-an-hour drive and his very first-ever opening day home run. Judge hit an American League record 62 homers last season. As you know, one more than Roger Maris's total with the 1961 Yankees. He became a free agent and considered signing with his home area Giants and then struck a $360 million nine-year deal to remain with the Yankees. Which, by the way, can we all take a moment when we're talking about all the horrible stories in sports and just think about Aaron Judge for a second and how wholesome that story is and how right it is and how he's not steroided up? You got you to respect that guy, even as a Blue Jays fan, I would think. Breaking news from the football world today. The Vanier Cup is heading to Queens University. U Sports announced today its national championship football game will be played at Richardson Memorial Stadium, home of the Queens Gales, in 2023 and 2024. This year's Vanier Cup will be held November 25th and marked the first time the, be game, well, the game will be played in Kingston. But the city has twice staged a Canadian University Championship game before in 1920 and 1929. How about that? How about that? This sports, this sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinema. Sorry, my back's a little sore. Can you tell? Sometimes two hours in this chair is a lot. In theaters now, John Wick 4 at Landmark Cinemas. Starring Keanu Reeves, John Wick takes on his most lethal adversaries yet in the upcoming fourth installment of the series. With the price on his head ever-increasing, Wick takes his fight against the high-table global as he seeks out the most powerful players in the underworld from New York to Paris to Osaka to Berlin. John Wick 4 in Landmark Cinemas. Now sign up for Landmark Extras, see what's playing and get free refills on Large Pop and Large Popcorn. <clears throat> you had me at free. Well, <clears throat> a big thank you today. It's been uh, a lot of fun today. Curtis Hunt, Mike Snead talking a lot of hockey. It will be a football Friday on Friday. And uh, the guest list is a moving target. Uh, Jeff Fairholm was supposed to be with us But he is driving home from Phoenix, and he ran into a weather snafu. Jeff Fairholm sends his regards. Two-time Grey Cup winning receiver with Toronto and Sask. Not going to make it. From WQEE Rock, Ryan O'Radio, he says, Another great RP show, Atlanta's NHL show. Isn't it? And I just knew right on cue, we got all these people that are just getting introduced to all of us that I knew that Curtis Hunt would have a story about Atlanta minor pro hockey, and he did. Got beat up there one night. (laughs) We were on the same team for five years, and we sat right beside each other on the bus. He knows everything about me, and I know everything about him. And we're still friends. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, writes in on the Vanier Cup news. He says, great news, Kingston is a super place. Nice new stadium, great choice. And he says, football Friday. Colin in Ottawa says, Canada's men's national soccer team plays in our country for the first time since the World Cup, and they have to close both upper decks of BMO Field. National media is quite unlike when the Argos play. I get what he said. They couldn't sell it out. Uh, I appreciate the Eastern Canadian view on that. And I see what you're saying. Everybody turns their nose up at the Argos. Well, they have to do that for them and not tarp off those upper sections. But nobody says anything about the men's soccer team. Are we starting to realize the agenda? Are we getting there? Are we allowed to talk about it? Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, have a great rest of the day, Rod and gang. You too. I'll take a look at this NHL slate for games tonight, and we'll talk about who's um, the game of the night. Let you vote on it on our Instagram story. Go give us a follow right now at the Rod Peterson Show. Lots of fun things going on there. And we'll see you all tomorrow noon Eastern here at Great Eagle with a football Friday on Game Plus and the Key. Who has more fun than us? (laughs)